Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Upvoted, No Sleep, where OP, Light in the Dungeon, writes, The people in this town aren't real. I don't mean there's a bunch of mannequins all nuketown style. I mean that they're just wrong. Everyone wears plain clothing, no brands, no words, not even pictures. Whenever they speak, it's only what needs to be said. Prices for groceries, gas, but rarely anything else. I once got bumped into while walking back to my apartment, but they didn't even say sorry or excuse me. Originally, I just brushed it off as them being a jerk. But the more I paid attention, the more things didn't seem right. I moved here two months ago due to a natural disaster in my town. My entire block was leveled and I decided that it was time for a change of scenery. About a week and a half after I moved here, however, the only bridge to exit this small island had collapsed. At first I didn't mind because I didn't see any reason to go back to the big city. Now I feel trapped. I've tried to talk to the people here from time to time, but I'm only ever met with curt responses or blank stares. I tried to ignore it because I assumed they don't like non-locals. The people, however, were not the only thing off about the town. There were no emergency service buildings, bar a single hospital. There was only one grocery store and a handful of gas stations, even though there weren't that many cars to begin with. After I decided to look closer, I noticed a couple of things. One day, while I was getting groceries for the week, I decided to peek at what the person in front of me was buying. I've never been particularly nosy, but sometimes you just can't help yourself. What she had on the conveyor belt didn't make any sense. Bleach? Cat litter? Baking soda? Shampoo? And one apple? At first glance, it just looked like anyone's normal groceries, but none of it coalesced. None of it belonged together, without at least some other miscellanea to make it seem like you're actually shopping and not just grabbing things to make the flow of life seem convincing. I would have almost brushed it off if it wasn't for one thing. The apple was rotting. This would seem all the less strange if you would attempt to apply some logic to the situation. Maybe she couldn't find everything she was looking for. 
Maybe the produce section was just desolate today. But here's the thing. I've never seen a single shipment to the store. The shelves are always fully stocked every time I go in. There's not even anyone else in the store except the few customers and single cashier. There's no evidence that anyone has even bought anything except for the people waiting in line to check out. I only realized just how strange of a situation I was in when I saw how they acted when they thought they weren't being observed. In the rare circumstance that multiple people were at one singular stoplight, they were empty. All of their faces were completely vacant of all emotion or expression, as if it were just stamped onto an action figure. They all looked forward, completely motionless, and I could swear not a single one of them blinked. Yet when the light turned green, all five cars moved in unison, without hesitation. Once again, at a glance, this looks like a completely normal action. Green means go, right? But when you stop to think, you would usually only start going once you see the person in front of you move. They did not. I've been doing a lot of stopping and thinking recently. I don't know when I decided to follow someone home, but I picked a random person and just kept behind them. They walked for hours with seemingly no direction, a left here, a right over there, until the sun had finally sunken under the horizon, and they decided that it was time to go inside. Now, I don't mean that they walked home. That would be too simple. No, instead he just picked the closest house and went inside. I watched tentatively from the windows to see what he would do. Check the fridge? Watch TV? Maybe just sit on the couch and start reading a book? What he did was far more unsettling. He just walked into the bedroom, laid on the bed face up and fully flat, without even removing so much as his shoes and jacket, and closed his eyes. On the walk back to my house, I felt shaken. Everything about what I just witnessed was so wrong on an instinctual level that I couldn't stop my skin from crawling. When I finally reached my home, and inevitably my bed, I collapsed onto it, exhausted from hours of walking. Even though I was completely spent, I couldn't find sleep. I stared at my ceiling and walls for hours, just trying to pass out, but I couldn't. I just started to feel just as unreal as the inhabitants of this alien island. Eventually, in the late hours of the a.m., I passed out. I woke up to the sound of knocking at my door, which was terrifying for more than a couple of reasons. I cautiously opened the door to see a mailman with absolutely zero notable features. Without a word, he handed me a letter and left. When I opened it, there were only four words on the sheet of paper. They were very clear and housed an implicit threat. Mind your own business. Obviously, there was no return address. The next few days were notably different from the rest of the time I had spent here. 
Had I not spent the last several weeks heavily observing the population around me, I don't think I'd have noticed. People looked at me. They acknowledged my existence. I had never felt so naked before in my life. As time went on, it got worse. So much worse. This town full of people that just pretended to be alive had started to live around me, but only during the day. At night, it was still so empty you could mistake it for a model. I constantly would drive up to the collapsed bridge in hopes that it would magically be fixed, or at the very least under construction. No such luck. I tried to pretend it was fine for so long until eventually one followed me home. He just stood outside the window, even after nightfall. Eventually he left, but I still couldn't shake the feeling of imminent danger. They all watch me now, waiting for something. So I've begun to blend in. I keep my face blank. I grab things at random when I go to the store. And at night, I make sure to get home as quickly and as inconspicuous as possible. No one looks anymore, but I can still feel their eyes burning behind me. I am trapped here. They all know it. And that was an upvoted No Sleep Story by O.P. Light in the Dungeon. Sweet dreams. <laughs>